the Hilliard Studio Podcast, your resource for everything happening in the Hilliard Studio Method world. Need some new gear for the summer season? Because you're one of our loyal podcast listeners, we've got a deal for you. Take 20% off all apparel at HilliardStudioMethod.com by using the promo code PODCAST. That's 20% off all apparel at HilliardStudioMethod.com by using the promo code PODCAST. Thanks for listening. And now, here's your hosts, Liz Hilliard and Lee Canelli. everybody. I'm Lee. I'm Liz. I was going to actually say, and here I am with Sporty Spice. Yeah. You're looking Sporty Spice today. Well, thank you. I feel pretty Sporty Spice. What's the other ones? Okay. Spice Girls, Sporty Spice. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Spice Girls. Dokie. Well done. Well well done. Aren't we? Okay. Well, let's not go with the Spice Girls thing. Okay. Let's not. But you are really sporty and I actually have that question for you. Okay. Because... I, we watched something today about sports and the changing face of sports yeah. amid Corona and all these changes. And I just want to talk about the role sports has played in your life. Oh, wow. We did talk about that. That's really interesting what's going on now with possibly mm-hmm. uh, fall sports for teenagers and high school and college, everyone, college, professional. not going back. <laughs> I, I think the whole part of the main part of who I am was because I played sports in high school or mm-hmm. played sports all my life, not just in high school. When I was a little kid and I was, you know, seven, eight years old, my five, brother that was five years older than me was dragging me to football fields to put me in football games with these guys. <laughs> I've just always been sporty spice, you know, I've always yes. played sports. So, so what were y'all playing? Um, back in the day, yeah. oh, back in the day, everything, uh, I, this is, well, y'all know how old I am. I'm old as, you know, that tree out there. Um, anywho, old man kicked the can. Old really? man kicked old the man can. Kicked the can. You basically I think have a, I've played that you before. You have a can, you kick it, you know, you try to tag people out. It's basically similar to something like football. I mean, uh, kickball. Okay. I played everything that was with the ball. If there was a ball involved, I played it, <laughs> including football. And I was what? I don't know. My, my All I remember is my brother dragging me everywhere he went. With all his friends? With all his friends. Were they nice to you or did they oh, beat you up? Oh, my brother used to beat me up like every day. It didn't matter. But if anybody laid a hand on me now, he would take them down. So, oh, wow. Yeah, we had a great, fine relationship. Sort of like, you know, I'm going to beat you up because you're my little sister. Now, come on, we're going to go play football. Now, come on, we're going to go play softball. Now, get out of my way. Don't say anything. That kind of stuff. <laughs> I had a great time. So that was when you were younger. When could you start playing sports in school? Well, let's bring that up because that's what's the problem right now, right? right? They can't play organized sports in school. That's right. I never was on an actual team until maybe seven, sixth, seventh, eighth grade mm-hmm. because in Concord, there for women, with girls, there were no organized sports when you were really young. There was no Pop Warner or anything. Those were for young boys. So I just grew up playing with the boys. And then when I got old enough, there was a team at our place called the Rec Center. Right. I tried out for for basketball, which I've been playing all my life and got straight up on a team because I, I've been playing with boys all my life. Yeah. Right. So sports were so natural for me, but to the point of right now, there's not organized sports going out and just playing sports with your friends or mm-hmm. people in the neighborhood. They don't have to be your age. They don't have to even be your friends. You can become friends and learn to get along with people. Yes. 
But movement again, that's if I had not played, I was really good in high school. I was top scorer for three straight years, all state. Did not play in college because I didn't get a scholarship. That was way before all that title, title nine stuff nine. and all that. But that melded who I am. Who you are. Movement. I love that our children today get to play sports in an organized way because they're there. But I really mourn the fact that they didn't have that type of experience. And I hope some of that shakes out what we're going through now. I mean, the problem is they don't have organized sports and we've had to stay at home and nobody's wanting their children to go play and maybe that will lighten up a little bit. But that is, I've said it on this podcast before. I mean, I do not miss the carpooling here, there, everywhere into different cities well, for plus, sporting events. Plus, I was just saying sports should be fun. Yes. I don't think it's all that much fun. Well, my children are having fun. Well, I know. Come on. It, they don't even know what it's like to go into somebody's just backyard that, right. and just, you know, you don't know half the people and half the people. I remember there were some guys like from, we called it, you know, we called them hoods. We literally <laughs> called them hoods. I mean, the they other were, side of the they're from the other side of the tracks and they'd roll in with their posse and we'd roll in with our posse and we'd play whatever sport it was and no holes barred. And um, there was a girl. Parents in charge of no, making everything. Parents had no idea where I was. Play properly. But you know, the fact is, is I think we might be going to some form of that again. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I that's so. not the worst thing. I think it's great. What do you think about the big sporting events that, you know, we see on television or collegiate wow. or professional? I just know this. I mean, I'm watching, you and I are both watching uh, Last Dance with Michael Jordan. It's mm-hmm. just one of the most, it's one of the best things I've seen on television. It's on ESPN, but I don't, that's the sad thing. I, I love sports. I love watching them and I love doing it. So I love watching everything from NBA to football to you know anything. Right. So I don't know what that's going to be like and what is it going to be like for the players? You know, I know it's hard for all of us to feel sorry for multi-million dollar basketball players that make tons of money or football players, but that's what they do. And, you know, yeah, they get paid a lot of money, but you know, yeah. they, they grew up. That's they, their talent. That's, their, that's talent. their profession. Well, and then obviously everyone who works in Oh yeah, that sports industry. I mean, the people from behind the top the, to the bottom. There's no bottom. The cokes and the beers mm-hmm. and the pivot is such a weak word for all of this. This is just a drastic change for the world, and we're always going to play sports because human beings are built to move and have fun. Those are the two things I think that I know I like to do. Yeah, I like <laughs> to have fun and I like to entertainment. Move. And you do those two together. People love to dance, right? right. Same thing. The dancers love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are still going to dance. Right now, they might not be on stage at the Blumenthal and my ballet dancers and my heart's breaking for you. I mean, that's tough stuff. And, but they're not going to quit dancing. Right. They will find ways. Find ways. And we will find ways to see them dance. As a matter of fact, I saw a couple of them uh, invited me to a Zoom last night. Oh, I couldn't yeah. do it because it was so late and I was tired. <laughs> but um, they were going to do a Zoom, sort of a dance, sort of a exercise thing. And I went, well done, ladies. You know, get after it. Find a way. Find a way. Right. We'll find a way. But that's good to know your background of the the play and then... Yeah, play. Well, if you look at animals, they play. Play is what we're... We've forgotten how to play. Mm-hmm. But I think we're learning how to play again, mm-hmm. whether it be sitting down to a jigsaw puzzle, as we laughed about <laughs> earlier, or um, going outside and throwing a football with your daughter or son. Right. And um, just playing. I've been playing Make with it my more grandchildren. Instead I mean, of so structured, I yeah. think is the problem. We went up the other day, Lee, 
my granddaughter and grandson and I and Clary, Clary was doing the filming and we put on some of our, my old hats and just costumes and went downstairs and did a straight up play that we filmed, (laughs) which wasn't bad, was it? It wasn't bad. But I mean, that's just imagination, movement. Imagination. And play acting. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we get to do that as adults. Imagination takes a back seat yeah, because we're usually wanting to or needing to do the next thing. Well, I think I just, we get I just to be creative and imagine. That's what I was going to say. I've made it my business in life uh, that I have with the Hilliard Studio Method. That's my creative outlet. That's my imagination. Mm-hmm. I imagine it and then I do it. And it's so much fun when people like what you imagine and they do it with you. Yes. You know, I think as adults, we can lose that and don't feel ashamed to find ways to bring that back and play with your children. I think we are about imagination. I don't think we are about, oh, that's our limit over there. I think we're imagining all the time. What would it be like if, what would it be like if I would just pretend to be this for a minute and Mm. then have fun with it. And it's sort of like, you know, I imagined that I could do, you know, a workout and look at us doing that, you know, strong lot that we can It's our powerful selves that we're just, you know, that right now and all this quietness is just roaring to the top. It's just like, yeah, now (laughs) I get to be, now I get to be in charge. I get to decide. We're going to play today. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. Let's go play. So Lee, we've talked a lot about me. Tell me about your history of your sports and your movement, because I think I know a little bit about it. I'd like to hear more. Sure. My sports life probably started with dance. Mm -hmm. That was the very first thing I did. The typical black leotard, pink tights, ballet, tap, jazz. I did that all the way through high school for a bit, but I think that really helped with my body awareness and movement. Mm-hmm. I then played some soccer and basketball mostly. Which was your better sport? Soccer for sure. Why is I, that? Well, I don't know why. I <laughs> I do remember at the school I went to in Winston-Salem in eighth grade, we had two male cute college coaches from Wake Forest who came over. <laughs> I mean, that was the biggest crush of my life. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't play basketball at all. And I was hitting air balls and just, you know, eighth grade, you're starting to be aware of. Are um, we talking spo- uh, sports soccer or, or we're talking basketball and not sports at all. We're talking the crush no, I had on my crush. coach. We all yes. had crush coaches. It's just what more. I remember is basketball. I was horrible. Soccer I enjoyed. I played that through high school and that was it. I mean, I was, I just was pretty good. You know what I always got in sports? What? The coach's award. Of course you did (laughs) because you are so Uh, amiable. Right. And like Lee is always going to do what the coach wants her to. Yeah. Not an MVP. Just is everybody happy to do (laughs) what you tell me to do the best I can. And I did. I did do that. I mean, I think that's a, an, an okay thing to be. Says you're a team player. (laughs) True. Yeah. We all need team players. Yes. Right. Yes. I loved a little bit of field hockey that was coming into the realm when I was in in junior high. Okay. Mm -hmm. And 
middle school, junior mm-hmm. high. They didn't have it at my high school as I remember, mm-hmm. but that was it. That was my college career. And then I ran a lot, but I was beating myself up for running. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a great self image going into college and weight gain through middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, not middle school, but adolescence, high school and college. Mm-hmm. I mean, I struggled with that. And so would run to burn the calories and that's it. So I mean, you're it certainly saying, felt good mentally. So you're but. saying sports wise, uh, soccer, all the team sports were fun. And then your movement when it went into running was more of a sort of, you know, self punishment. Right. It felt <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Definitely. That's interesting. I know. I did, when I graduated from college, ran a half marathon with my dad, the Nashville rock and roll half marathon, which was awesome and fun. And that was, that was definitely a positive goal of doing something with him and, Mm -hmm. you know, train and practice. I would never do another one. I don't, my body doesn't need to run that Tell me a little bit more about this. I mean, or maybe we should just discuss this because I always felt that sports made me empowered and made me Mm -hmm. feel more confident in myself. And so what I just heard you say was that when you played team sports and even when you had a crush on the basketball player (laughs) and basketball coach, who, by the way, I had a crush on my junior high. You did. Oh my gosh. I wanted to marry Mr. Christie. That was my goal. But anyway, so that's, that was all very positive positive, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but then there was the part where you went, okay, there was a right. negative to the movement that you chose to do right. with the running. You know, I think the base gut instinct of it was very positive. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I always find... Did you find joy in it? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, endorphins and release and moving your body and all of that, but there was a secondary motive of mm-hmm. just... Mm-hmm go as long as you can, as hard as you can, because you're maybe not good enough. And if you can, mm-hmm. then maybe you are. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't That's know how to psychoanalyze that one. Well, I don't think we have to. I think that uh, movement brings about uh, things in our bodies that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Things in our minds, our emotions, our 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 emotions that need to be, that are going to be addressed. They, it's sort of like they just jostle it up, you know? Right. Um, there, I remember after my dad died and everybody said, Oh, you know, two days later I played a basketball game and I insisted. Oh, you were getting criticized for that? Uh, no one wanted me to, cause it, I was 16 years old. My dad had just died. Uh-huh. I was very it was, you know, you can't, nobody can imagine that. It was the most horrible moment ever, but mm. I did play the game. I was so emotional, but I had to that. do it. I had to move my body. And by the way, I had the worst game of my life because really? I literally could not couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But, um, there's something to be said for, you know, we just the, I had to move. You were, I think you were probably going through something with self body image and you thought, well, I'll run it off, but still the movement brought it up in you. Absolutely. And maybe helps you sort of eventually heal it. Yes. I, I mean, it was not a massive problem, but mm-hmm. it, it was always in the back of my head. Yeah. 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 You know, five, yeah. three and gain college weight. I mean, yeah. you all do. Yeah. Until you figure out the proper eating and the proper way to treat your body. Well, it's just so much fun. I gained uh, 18 pounds within <laughs> six months of my freshman year and it was all on donuts and beer. So that's know, what happens. That's what happens. Right. Yeah. Right. And so it's, if you know how to handle that and fix it, or if mm-hmm. you get in a negative cycle about that, 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes that happens, but overall sports and movement and athletics have always been a huge positive mm-hmm. part of my life. 100%. I mean, when I graduated, ran a little bit, hopped on, then my routine was going to hop on the elliptical and mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. until I really learned about adding resistance training and weights. Right. Did that for a little bit on my own until I found you and the perfect sauce. Yeah. Which really great. suits me. Well, that's, that's so fascinating. Cause people, I had a, um, a woman that used to hire me to do fashion shows back in the day when I was a model. And again, I say movement as a model, it was always a body movement, right? So, um, she, right. she's, uh, DM me yesterday, not yesterday, last week on Instagram. And she said, I remember when you didn't exercise at all. And I'm so proud of you for what you've done. And so, because I was an athlete and I was, you know, just always doing sports. Right. I didn't do movement unless it was fun. Mm-hmm. I don't do mm-hmm. movement to this day unless it's fun. Yeah. So, um, I remember turning 42, three, four, five, whatever it was and noticing a change in my body. And I thought, well, I just need to go play some sports again. Yeah. <laughs> but I realized there was no basketball leagues for women, mm-hmm. my, you know, my age. And what we're doing feels like a sport. It does, doesn't it? You know, I, I got a little bogged down in the self yeah. worth of sports when really there's so much more, right. Working with the team and discipline and community and competition and all those things that yeah. drive us yeah, skills and hand-eye coordination and all of those things. And and today as a, an adult, Hilliard Studio Method feels like a sport. It is a almost. sport. And you are the, choreog- the choreographer of our sport right now. Oh. I get, I gave you the basic tools of mm-hmm. Hilliard Studio Method and you choreographed just like you did when you were the you know head dancer at Dancing Boots at Winston-Salem uh, High School. I was the chief then, not the choreographer. Shout out to Rebecca. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, but you know, you, you did that. And yes. I mean, and again, I always go back to my roots as the majorette being, I was a chief exactly. majorette. And I had this always some sort of cho- flow of choreography and it had to be fun. And if it wasn't fun, I mean, I literally don't do it unless it's Mm -hmm. fun. And that's why people go, you don't work out. No, I'm not going to a gym. You're not a member of this, you know, blah, 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 why or gym or whatever. No, those people look like they're miserable. (laughs) (laughs) So we're probably happy. However, right. Just slinging it around. I think there's a lot to be said for the fluid motion of it. Your body starts to do what it, is naturally meant to do. And yeah. I think that's fun to, I think follow. that's key. And I think that it's also key to not being injured oh. uh, because when you flow with the movement of your body and something you enjoy, I, I played a lot of tennis after I was a young adult with a small child and you know, my basketball, everything, you, there's that zone you go into mm-hmm. when you're in the flow, it's literally in the flow and every athlete or anybody that's just a, you know, a, any type of athlete has ever felt that there's, you couldn't miss, you could right. not, you could, the, the ball was going in no matter where you were on the court and you shot it. The, the, the ball was hit it being hit perfectly over the tennis net, no matter what, because you weren't thinking about it. You were in the flow. Love that. And that's the beauty of movement and your body is not going to mess up in the flow or I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but my body, if I'm, if I'm flowing with that, mm-hmm. it feels really good. Well, basketball was not my flow then. <laughs> <laughs> and your flow was. Soccer. Soccer. Yeah. Your favorite. Yeah. But you were good. I mean, I, it wasn't really my sport. We didn't have it in Concord. I wasn't really, you know, exposed to it. And that's something. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 
I know. I really no, was everything. I, I did it, I guess, for one semester or something in college or something. Now, don't you think you talk about this to me? Talk about this with me a lot is don't you want to be a fencer or something? Yeah. The one Pick thing, and, and, and this is, I, God, it's funny. I mean, I know I would be really good <laughs> at sword fighting. Well, I own swords. Not sure why. Don't know how to use it's them. It's not like you have a closet of swords no, to be No, clear. that sounds really weird, it sounds doesn't it? super. Well, I have some really weird, cool. But it's not true. I was in Russia, <laughs> what, eight years ago, bought a very, very expensive. I would not say this on air because you would think I needed to be in an insane asylum. And Aubrey, my husband at the time goes, why are you buying this dagger, this 14 right. karat gold Russian dagger to take home? Um, from leaving, leaving St. Petersburg to fly back that to America. Go well, through well customs, customs was anyway. not amused. Um, anyway, you have a couple of those. Though. I do. I bought one in Istanbul in Turkey too. Those, I mean, I don't know. I'm just drawn You're a warrior to warrior at heart. I'm a warrior. I, I don't know how to use it correctly, but if you surprise me at night, I might learn. <laughs> Everybody, watch out! Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Hilliard Studio Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, take a moment to subscribe to the Hilliard Studio Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a rating and a review so that others can find us. We're looking forward to reopening Hilliard Studio Method soon, but until we know when we can do that, we're going to keep providing you with great HSM content, including at-home workouts, healthy tips for you and your family, as well as candid conversations with Lee and Liz. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hilliard Studio Method for all the latest HSM news. Book classes, stream workouts, buy gear, and much more at our website, HilliardStudioMethod.com. That's it for now. We'll talk to you next week.